What's up, y'all? Third Coast Base Radio here, and you already know, it's your boys Metaphysic. And this is Kid Luna. And yo, we're sitting over here in three states at the same damn time, thanks to the web, baby. For the season finale, we got Zala and Mingo to come show us how it's done. Talk it up. Without further ado, let's jump in it.
Stop, man, go. Oh, no, no. Give me the beer, clean, and I'm sitting for them. It'll be good, we stop, my dream. 
are now listening to Third Coast Base Radio.
Yo, uh, what was that? Yo, those mixes were absolutely dope. So we got your boys, Irvin and Jordan in here, a.k.a. Zala and Mingo. Say what's up to the people, y'all. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on? Oh, what's up, boys? But we got a special host episode with my boy, Corey, a.k.a. Kid Luna. What's up, baby boy? I was just going to leave that shit quiet. What's up? <laughs> you got to make sure you're listening, bro. Got to make sure. So, yo, how's everyone doing? Is everyone good? We're doing great out here in Dallas. A little hot, but it's okay. It's, it's, okay. it's pretty crispy down here in the south. Yep. Okay, see. Okay, see. So, it's hot in a bitch. bingo. Yo, fucking badass. Uh, this is uh, for those who haven't, you know, caught up with the shit we've been doing. This is our first special co-host episode. Let's just go ahead and hop into it. I would like y'all's information. Where are you from? Who are you as a person? What's the deal? Jordan, let's start with you. Uh, Yeah, uh, as far as the project goes with Mingo, uh, it all started in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, doing a little bit of cannabis and had some friends show me the Rinse FM podcast one day, which uh, nice. Plastician used to host. And I started hearing some sounds. And production wise, I had started because I uh, played a bunch of athletics and a bunch of friends would always freestyle over current songs with the vocals and it would bug me. I would be like, okay, we can't have this. This is so annoying. I'm listening to like three people talk at once. So, I would download like loops and then that evolved into going to a couple bass shows. And then I was like, man, I kind of, I can, I can mess around with some of this software, you know, and submitted a song to Plastician in like 2015. And the rest has been quite the, quite the ride as far as like traveling around and getting to meet new people and making lots of friends via this, this music music situation. But at one point in time, I was the kid on the corner at three or four in the morning passing out flyers down in front of the Ogden and the Fillmore and the Cervantes and the One Up and all those. Like, I, bro, that's all I did, man. I'd stay up, barely get any sleep, go to the grow, you know, go trim uh, whatever I could do to make cash. I did personal training for a little while and uh, at a UFC gym and like over by the Buckley Air Force Base or whatever. But, uh, yeah. yeah, man. Uh, the more, the more I, I met fumes fumes was like one of the first people I met, uh, via the, the rinse show. And, uh, we, we did a little collab terrorism, picked it up and plastician stopped doing the radio show. And me and Donnie one day were like, we need to fill the void. Cause he had already been doing a little bit of a school radio show. It was wave influenced. And because uh, Wave Wave could be on air uh, because it didn't have cuss words and stuff at a school, like at a university. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, then we united forces with Jedi because Jedi was doing some uh, managing and some some tours and some bookings. And he we had some artists that he put together the grassroots tours for for like Dead Crow and Skeller and some others. So no, be myself. So yeah, like uh, Denver was the hub, 
And then I've now moved down here to Oklahoma city to do some cannabis stuff and family. Like my, uh, my mom lives down here. So I now currently live with Jedi here in Oklahoma city. And we both are what I guess you would call a professional grower. Cause that's our job. You know, that's the income. That's, but, uh, yeah, that's it's uh, been quite the ride. Yeah, and I uh, we'll we'll kind of dive deeper into it. I'd like to hear Irv's story, but like, <clears throat> I mean, and we'll probably notice all the small synchronicities here soon. But a couple of those names, really, uh, like like Plastician, I think when he came out with the was it Wave Mob or what was the name of the 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 mixtape or whatever it was when he was featuring Wave artists back in I think you said two thousand fourteen or fifteen. Wave Pool. Wave pool. Yeah, yeah. Wave pool. There's been three there's been three wave pools and uh yeah, they initially started as a chunk of the radio show because he had two hour slots and he would play Grime and Dubstep the first hour and then the second hour he would play Wave. And he started calling it like the Wave Pool because it was just like a little pool of of the same names. Like <laughs> You know, brothel and careful and uh, mm-hmm. all the other names that I've named, you know, mysterial and of dream and blah, blah, blah. But, and but we were just all just super fans of his show. That's how we all linked up. And that's interesting. Yeah. Like before that, before that, because I know when Wakeful happened, I was like, holy shit, it's mainstream now, even though it wasn't really. But I was listening to people like I'm a computer or like Whisper or like all these and I don't even think like the terminology wave was out there or like the dude that was like, I don't even go by whisper anymore. It was a, a collective of like people. And um, I, I think that's when I was just like going somewhere. But I think just the evolution of that is super crazy. Yeah, it's it's now a whole bunch of different veins. It initially was like a certain sound palette, and now it's like Anna. You know, there there was never really a BPM. It was always one twenty to one forty, and it always kind of still is. But there's you know some newer stuff that have branched out and picked. You yeah. Know, now now it's like all across the BPM board as far as what's considered yeah, a has- wave. Uh, right, like it's a, there's an umbrella to the the genre aspect to a degree. Uh huh, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because it allows for anybody from any country to perceive the sound their own way and write whatever influences their sound. You know, so like the hard waves scene initially, it started out because a lot of those guys, like you know, listen to hard style and still appreciate like a lot of hard style. So a lot of the melodies kind of coined that you know, facet of things, but then people will take that umbrella of hard wave and write things, but they're from other countries where sounds are certain sounds are native, if you will, to that location. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it kind of changes how this umbrella just continues to grow of what's acceptable. Yeah. And that's, and I want to kind of like ask you, like, um, you know, like, does that, does any of that kind of like, ring true to you or was your shit was your musical upbringing just completely different in that aspect i i am so sorry for that i've been just talking on mute no how dare i how dare i i'm so i apologize 
Um, so, and the musical stuff, it's kind of always just kind of been me that's found um, uh, something in the creative field. Um, really, I started, I, I didn't know you could even, it's weird. It's, it's freaking weird. I, I'm going to tell you, but <laughs> it's like, I didn't know songs could be made. I just thought they were generated at one point, you know? And so here comes my, one of my best friends from high school, um, telling me, telling me, Hey, I made the song. I'm like, how'd you make that song? And then this guy just like shows his computer to me. Right. And he's like, this is how I made it. I, I, I like fell in love with it. I'm like, bro, like you just put me on to like this whole other, other world of living. I'm like, what is this? So then I started making music, right? I just started putting out sounds, trying to see, you know, what sounds go together. It kind of took a while. But uh, I started connecting with different artists on, the, on, on Facebook, really, and we started creating these, uh, these groups. And it was like these groups, we just kind of started helping each other out and like knowing people, right? And so eventually that led to me finding the wave scene. Now, when I found the wave scene, I mean, it's that it's just it, it's it's weird to say, but it's like you can define the sound without actually defining it fully because like there's no real it's there's not a real meaning to like the term wave, I guess, because anybody can kind of fit into that. And, and that's what I think is pretty cool about the whole scene that we're putting ourselves in is that everybody's like for that, you know? Um, this is Luna here. So like, we'll, we'll continue with you. So like, did you have any like classical training or anything like that? Like band acquire or were you just self-taught? I pretty much taught myself since I've, uh, I started with Ableton live eight, like the guy guitar center freaking told me, he was telling me that, uh, uh, I couldn't pick up Ableton because it was, it was, it's for like advanced and like pros. And I hate like niggas like, like that, dude. <laughs> to like prove them wrong. I'm oh like that. Like you'll see. And so I'm just like started making like music and stuff. Like, okay, I started freaking things out. But that's pretty much all it was. Uh, I just kind of go with what sounds good to me with what I think connects. Let me tell you, man, my head is always at 160 right I, and that's that's the bpm i try to write in the most yeah, uh, i'm just that. like <laughs> i'm just like always on the go you know what i mean um i have like no problem going up to like people and just saying hey what's up you know like, like thanks for being part of the the movement that you know what we, what we all trying to do and i don't know i just love i really like that we're also all able to just pretty much uh represent pretty much the, the scene that we're trying to set, uh, put ourselves into. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. I mean, like, uh, Mingo, is that like the same for you or did you have some, like some, some classical training like back then? Or are you just like, cause I know you said you're like playing like, like music for friends and like getting like loops and shit for them. Like, was it kind of like a DJ thing or like, were you just like fucking around and went straight to producing? Dude, music's been a part of my life, like my whole entire life. Uh, it's always been my safety net to some degree. It was like, 
the first avenue of expressing myself, especially as a like a being younger, like listening to music that was offensive to people just because it pissed them off, you know, like super death metal tracks or whatever. Like I loved it when people like you pull up to a light and you know, someone's like looking at you and you turn your the corner slipknot or mushroom head or whatever up a little louder. And yeah. So then as far as like actual training, uh, I was raised in a church and it was like all acapella. So I had to sing like all the time and we would go sing at like funerals and weddings and all kinds of stuff. And then like, I've like, I played guitar at my sister's wedding for like some band one time. That was kind of crazy. But then, uh, yeah, as far as Is there a video thing, for that? I'd love to see that. There's a video. No, I don't. I think there's a recording. <laughs> no, there might, there may be, dude. I, I, I actually need to see if there is. I know there's snippets of it. <laughs> I'm in suspenders and stuff, bro. It's like really, <laughs> really embarrassing. Put it out. But, uh, so, uh, I recently have been releasing songs where I use my own vocals and I sing because it's, it's been quite the journey as far as like, I am not uh, an inside person. I have had to learn to be, to sit in front of Ableton because like I was raised with live instruments and I played in a band when I was in high school and shit, like a, a little punk metal band where he did covers and wrote like fucking three songs, you know? But uh yeah like as far as the production when i was like in colorado and same thing like use all of like or, or like whenever i had a friend that was like i can teach you ableton like just come over to the house and we'll smoke some weed and we'll learn ableton and i'm like okay cool so i you I, you know had the light version with the keyboard where you can only have like eight traps and mm-hmm. i was sold i was like <laughs> i can i can do this and loop this and loop that and then I really got into the synthesis side and uh, my little group of friends were a bunch mm-hmm. of music snobs and they were all like, if you're not doing MIDI and creating your own sounds, if you're using loops, then you're cheating. And I like totally don't agree with that now, but I did it one time and I was like, okay, so I got to get real good at DJing and real good at production. And then just press a button, just press a button there. locked myself in the room and just didn't have any friends for a while. Yeah, so you gotta yeah. Be with that. <laughs> You don't want to end up like the guitar center guy. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely been hermitized, you know, music because like, you can just get on a repeat of getting off work and sitting in front of your laptop creator and getting up and going to work again. You know? Yeah, that's not the worst routine, depending on like what priorities you got going on <laughs> and what you're trying to do. Uh, some, you know, I know a lot of people that could probably learn to get in the habit of sitting in their doll like after work just so it's so routine including myself you know at this point it's an addiction it's like part of my daily thing i've got to touch a track if not every day every other day it's just part of now mixing not so much but it's just an expression at this point you know definitely more that uh, that dedication and you know um I think that's what separates the people uh, again. And this is kind of a question for later on too, but <clears throat> I kind of segue into that. Like, okay guys. So um, obviously at some point, both of y'all picked up a moniker, you know, and the moniker that you have right now um, was kind of where you're leading to today as where you are as an individual. Um, so I'd like to get to know the background story on that and kind to, I'd like to, how that evolved from there 
Um, so let's start with, you know, like, where'd your moniker come from? Uh, let's go with you, Zala. Hold on, give me one second. I'm, I got to Google what moniker means. <laughs> your name. Where did... <laughs> your, your name, Zala. Where'd oh. you come from? <clears throat> oh, like, uh, this is a good shit, question. What, Ooh, I, what I need my birth certificate. I'm standing right here. I want to talk about this one. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, <laughs> check this out. So, one of my very close friends, uh, Essex, um, we were talking about. Uh, are we allowed to name drop? Can we talk about people? Of course. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Anyways. No. Then you fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But, no. No. It was, it was after good. you. After the fact. We we were thinking about I was thinking about a name change because I used to go by a different Elias at that time, and uh, that's a whole story in its own. Anyways, so um, so I I uh, we we start thinking about a new name because I kind of want to rebrand myself and all that, right? And and this guy's gonna be like, uh, uh, you know, pretty much you know helping me with with that all, you know. And so, uh, anyway, so I asked him, I'm like, Hey bro, like he, he, well, he asked me, Hey, where are you? Uh, uh, like, where are you from or whatever? And I, I told him I'm from the Jalapa Veracruz, which is a city and, uh, uh, in Mexico, right? Like, uh, uh, and so I, I always thought the, the word Jalapa was kind of cool. So I'm just like, I don't know what if I can just make that cool, you know, like that's where I'm from, like, you know? So I kind of just, we kind of, he, he's, he was brilliant for that though. Cause, uh, you know, I, I really like that name. I feel like at the end of the day, uh, excuse my fire alarm thing. Um, I feel <laughs> like at the end of the day, um, I want to show like, like my life through, uh, and a, a brand, I guess, or an image. Right. And so that's the image I want to go with. It's like my, like my my roots just like okay. that's where i'm from i guess it means a lot more especially because uh of like oh i don't know if i can talk about this but i'll go ahead and talk about it um like you know so so i'm actually uh not from here right uh from us the usa so i it also kind of like goes deeper into like my like my the actual rules of who I am. So it was pretty much just saying, you know, how I how I came to be Zala, and, and kind of like what it means to me. And I'm like, you know, carrying uh, so much kind of you know like weight kind of around, you know, like with my whole family and stuff. You know what I mean? And it, it just that's what that's what really gives the name, and because it allows me to like release like i guess like moments in time of my life you know as music yeah and so like certain songs are obviously you know created by different feelings that you get and so i just try to do my best to try and describe that and i like that a lot 100 percent um We've had a couple of those deep stories on the podcast, and honestly, it makes me want to like pull you aside and like dive a little deeper because there's a couple of shit where you're like, wait, I don't know if I can go that deep. <laughs> it's spicy. That's, that's where, like, 
eating Costa Rica and shit, but we'll get there eventually. Um, no, I really appreciate that. That was super dope. Luna, what do you think, bro? No, I mean, like, I'm completely, uh, I'm completely up for it, man. Like, Shiloh, like, if you don't want to speak on it, because, I mean, there is a little bit of hesitancy, like, but, I mean, I mean, shit, bro, we're here for you. And, I mean, it's music. This is part of the journey, man. You said so yourself. But, you know, feel comfortable within sharing whatever you feel comfortable with. You know what I mean? Jordan, what do you, what do you think? Okay, can you, uh, hopefully you got some comedic relief over here? Looking ass. Now it's fucking with you. Where did Mingo come from, bro? <laughs> well, I, comedic relief. I mean, it's not, it's not too serious. So, I mean, because to be honest, like, I mean, we've had some, we've, we've had some people, um, you know, not, not to say like where you're from, but we've had some people on here that's been from around the block, bro. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm surprised that even we got them on the show. You know what I mean? But, yeah, um, you know, but, uh, I mean, this is, this is what brings us all here. You know, music brought you here. Oh, these different phrases, the, this is the apex of it all because who, who are we, you know, we all are all musicians and we all appreciate the music space, but who are we? And I think that's what kind of differentiates what makes, like, this is why I like these interviews, you know, cause I really want to know who you are. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, like, it's fine. You know, we're gonna showcase your music. We love it. Like, I love showcasing pieces of music, people's music. I love people putting people on. But like, I mean, like, it, the podcast is also for you know you as a person. You know, like, because you are a person. We all are people of this world. And I mean, we want to hear your story, bro. Like, I'm intrigued. I was like, damn, this thing is like, like, about to go deep. Not that I'm saying like. Oh, we need that shit. But I'm like, well, shit, he's about to open up. And I mean, like, I mean, you have a fan base. Like, I'm sure there's somebody that listens to you that may find it inspiring. Like, you know, because you never know. Because, like, especially today's age, like, shit, everybody's going through some wild ass struggle, man. (laughs) I can't believe, like, I'm, you know, like, but shit, like, the only thing that really keeps, like, me going or, like, you know, Mingo going, like you said, like the music, you know, it kind of drives you, but your art has to come from you, you know, because you are the artist, you are the creator of your own music. So where I appreciate another human being taking time of their uh, life to initiate conversation with me like this is pretty cool. It's pretty neat. Oh, yeah, man. We need more of it, honestly. Um. Ground, but, uh, yeah, to get back on track, uh, Shaw, do you want to go ahead with this one? You want to go ahead with this one? You don't want this one? No, I just, I don't know if, uh, uh, Mingo, did you answer the question as far as like where, where, did, where'd your moniker come from? Oh, that is true. Sorry, sorry. My, uh, phone was probably switching from Wi Fi to cell service. <clears throat> as far as, uh, what was the what was the question again? The same question, just where where'd your moniker come from? Oh, oh, oh. Um, I'm six foot six and all my friends oh, call me shit. Big Bird. And uh yeah, that's kinda like my funny like little name. And so I was gonna be Big Bird like off Sesame Street because I thought it would be funny to have like t shirts and stuff with Big Bird on them doing like weird things like smoking weed and stuff. 
And then, and uh, then, because I did like logos and stuff for a while, so I thought I could, you know, do it. Well, then I realized how much trouble I'd get in if I got sued by Sesame Street. So I didn't do that. And then one day I was like really stoned <laughs> at a Chili's and I drew, uh, they had like children's crayons and I drew my logo, my current like silhouette. And, and if you've ever seen one of the pictures of the logo with the full graphics, but uh, I drew it on like a piece of paper with a crayon. And then I gave it to a dude that did like graphic design and he turned it into what it is. And initially I was going to be Flamingo the bird. And then I changed it to Mingo just because I thought it would be cooler for branding and stuff being shorter. For sure. But the Mingo, the Flamingo part came from, I'm so tall, bro, that every, you know, counters and tables (laughs) and all kinds of stuff. So I find myself putting, propping my foot up on things like all the time, just because it like, is comfortable, you know, because I'm so sick of leaning over all the time, bro. But yeah, man. So mine's, mine's, a, mine's a little more of a, a goofball, you know, because I was just like, I need a really catchy logo, and everyone like at the time Jaws was real big, or or, or just just left icon was real big, and it was like a shark, you know, and I was like, hmm, he hasn't been used yet, and I was like, the flamingo. So I got I got this. The only other flamingo was flamingosis. Yeah. Yeah, and he he did like the disco and like the uh, you know Cuban band chops. Here we tired of motherfuckers like, oh well, you might not get that in your generation, but our motherfuckers just like, yo, how's the weather up there? Type shit. Like, is that a thing for you or no? Oh man, yeah. I have a I have a running joke, bro. Uh, you know, ironically, I'm taking Jedi to the airport right now. But bro, have you ever seen? Forget uh, yeah. about. A big person just existing on an airplane. Bro, you I don't have like, to pay tall people tax, dude. That's bro, crazy. I'm gonna tell you right now, I have some books from flights. <laughs> like my knee doesn't have no room, so it just goes straight into someone's back, obviously. Oh, and, you know, like, yeah, if, bro. If, I listen to this podcast with another person, bro. You pay the price. <laughs> Bro, and I'm I'm gonna win the armrest, bro. Like that's my <laughs> like I'm I'm six six two thirty. I'm uh, like that. We're at least sharing, you know. But no, that's, uh, I'm like I'm literally I'm in the middle, and I always take the middle seat because that gives me access to fucking use the bathroom if I need, which I usually never need to do. But I can kind of appreciate like the mirror or the fucking window a little bit. Yeah, nah. Dude, I couldn't imagine being over fucking 5'10 and flying an airplane. There ain't no fucking way. Like, hell no. You like, can't be in the bathroom. Imagine being on a plane twice. You need a jetpack, buddy. My ass goes numb when I'm on the plane for like two hours. I'm like, yo, I need to get up. So I'm, I'm just not good with that type of shit. <laughs> Bro, you have like no ass cheeks though, so. Yeah. You know, that, shit, yeah that shit would hurt, bro. Worst flight, worst flight would for sure be the flight to London. The eight, the eight and a half, nine hours to Reykjavik, Iceland, and then three and a half to, to London was like <laughs> terrible. My butt was so numb. Fuck right. you. don't have third space in, uh, in the UK. Watch. All right. So. You're free uh, to express yourself. <laughs> Let me ask. Um, you guys have 
I don't want to say relatively, but I can hear similar influences and, um, you know, both your mixes. Oh, I used to love trap. But, um, yeah. So let me ask you guys both, um, who, like, who inspires you? Like what, or who inspired you before you became who you are now? Or is that kind of like both, you know, coincessing with itself? What what is your inspiration towards your soundscape right now as it is, um, and going towards where it's going? Um, go ahead, go ahead, Earth. Lungy. What inspires me? Okay, Ooh, who inspires? Like where where, yeah, uh, who who, inspires like where'd me? your project start as far as the point of yeah. origin? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Okay. Um. This is a tough one. It's hard. I guess really not say Daft Punk as much as I love them. I better not fucking hear it. Hey, Daft Punk is one of those ones that don't around. Irv, Irv, when you were riding in the car with your mom or whoever was was around when you were young, what what was playing on the radio? Oh, yeah. I was was listening to... um, uh, you know, those was a two thousands type of techno stuff, like Sandstorm and stuff. Those, I, those were so cool. Oh, well, that's God. probably when it started. <laughs> actually, that's probably when it it started when I started listening to music like that. You know what? In my in my neighborhood, there was this guy walking around wearing um, I think he was wearing those Jinko jeans or something. I don't know. He was wearing like a total like rave gear. Like, have you ever seen those dudes? Like, like recently. No, like this is like he's the one that introduced me to music in general. Like, oh, I was about like, to say that's some active shooter shit. Like electronic music in general. I'm like, yo, bro, like, what is this? He's like, oh, this is like techno. This dude's like fucking twelve and thirteen. Excuse my language, but you know, he's oh, just yeah. <laughs> so um, so yeah, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? That's cool. So I started getting into that like Benny Benassi type stuff. I don't know, bro. Like all that stuff. It just always keeps me so hyped and energetic, you know? And I like stuff like that. So I'm always like, are really happy. Yeah, so I'm always, like, kind of just everywhere when I'm listening to music now. So, Irv, did you have, like, a particular, like, <clears throat> was there, like, a particular, like, sh- <laughs> I don't know, not even just, like, I want to say, like, what was, like, the hand-down moment you were like, this is fucking it, you know what I mean? In regards to what? As far as like, all right, well, you want to maybe pursue and or throw a little bit focus into this world. Yeah, there was this one show that I went to at the I think it's it's closed now, I think, but it's called Lizzie Lounge, uh, where I went to like my first show because I wanted to go see who's that? Who's that artist? He was like a bass lounge off Swiss Avenue. Is that what you're talking about? No, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> RP, bro. It's legendary, baby. Yeah. I don't want to hear nothing less. I don't want to hear nothing less. It's yeah. legendary. Yeah, yeah, that's so like, what else does like, Dallas have? Beyond and stuff like that. I saw, I saw, and that's when I met like this guy, DJ Titan, who was like playing support. Hell yeah, DJ Titan. <laughs> that's great. Okay, so y'all. Yeah, I know. Fucking Brashad, no, it's Brashad, bro. Yeah, Brashad. And I'm like, that, that looks cool. I'm like, he looks cool up there. Like, that's fucking dope. 
but then I got tired of spinning people's music and I'm like, you know what? I want to make some of my music too. like, give me a shot to like, you know, create. And so I, I did, um, I sold my equipment, bought me Ableton eight at that time. And then like a hundred dollar, like computer from Walmart, which was served me, served me pretty good. And I can lie for, for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but you know how it is back then, like torrents were pretty cool. Not saying I did or didn't. I'm just, you know, you know, can't confirm or deny. Yeah. You know, people know people, you know. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, I own all of my stuff now. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say, um, (laughs) I paid off all my subscription services off. (laughs) You know, in your upper twenties, your, your, uh, Really oh, I'm a whole 29 years old, isn't that? That's, that's, when you, that's when you're an adult now. You're like, okay, I don't have cracked versions of shit. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was talking to my... Me and Brashad had that conversation. 29 is great, bro. It's the best year. I'm in, the 30, I'm in the 30s club. I was talking to my homie, uh, uh, Gabe, over at Electric Rounds. I'm like... Bro, I'm a whole 29 years old. Like you're younger than me. He's like, he's like, I know, bro. This is why you can't give up. Like you're already in. I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, that's fine. like, I'm not. That's not even an option. Like, <laughs> I'm already 29 years in. Like, let's yeah. let's keep on going. That's a whole thing for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I got, I got kids, you know, and and it's just, it's crazy. It's just, I'm always on like. Poppy mode, you know. Yeah, watch at fucking forty, bro. You're gonna have your own restaurant. <laughs> talking about like, like I'm gonna do this forever, and then like, oh, oh yeah, I just opened up my own restaurant. Who's the like, Who's shoot. the guy that sells uh, salsa? He's a uh, he's an owner. Oh now, oh Yeah, some salsa from that from him. Yeah, Shit. I don't know. Listen, uh, Mango, you're in the right fucking market. You know, free all my niggas that's been locked up beforehand, of course, you know, but yeah, fucking trees and music, bro, you can't, you can't, best business you could do. Yeah, it's been a nutty career path as the, you know, the industry's so new, but uh, so it's, it's definitely blessed uh, blessed me with a lot of friends and a lot of really cool experiences that I definitely could not replace. Uh, and, and it allowed me, working with cannabis allowed me to pretty much go to every show I, I wanted to go to because you've got, you know, typically like the event would be sponsored by like a cannabis company or something and you would have worked for them or known the person putting on the event or so it was really easy for both of them to kind of intertangle especially in denver if you work in the cannabis industry in denver it's like hand and hand. you're going to shows that's what everyone does it's just part of the culture there you're going skiing you're going hiking you're going to show yeah, dude, I'm kind of sad that I didn't get to fucking meet you while you were out here because I've been out here for like fucking four years, so it was potential. Oh, you know? we would have been, we would have yeah. been like crossing paths at the the year okay. you get in there. I would have been leaving because I just I've been gone for about three years now. Is yeah. this show kid friendly? Yeah, um, 
I don't think so. I don't think kids listen to our shows, but if they want to, yeah. they should be. Kids, don't listen to our shows. Baby girl, if you're listening to this, daddy, sorry. Disclaimer, looking ass. <laughs> don't trust it. Don't. If you want to do it, you know. I mean, we can all do an edit your kids later on but that'll just be like a special project but yeah this is an explicit show for sure oh yeah, I, I was gonna I'm say like, yeah I don't know <laughs> parental advisor I don't honestly I don't think you'll be able to go to any music event unless you're like some fucking don't like, censor even a, and not and not come across anything like that I but yeah, we've never been to PG. But honestly, it's not even it's not even rated R. It's it's a it's like it's a legal thing. It's literally a plant. But yeah, um, it wasn't a serious question. Oh, okay. no, because I mean, yeah, I mean, just just kind to of. clarify, <laughs> it was serious. So. <laughs> okay, tell her to skip. Tell her to skip like thirty a minute. Everyone answer the question. I know we were talking about dreams and shit, but uh, uh and what inspired you? But did yeah, everyone this them? I uh, I guess I should go. Um, was a college slash pro athlete for a little while, like playing baseball. Okay, and uh, that's kind of where I, where I got into personal training in Colorado was like some of my knowledge from working out every year in the off season and stuff like that with certain trainers, and so. I had the same thing. Like Arv was saying, like I had like a playlist that I had one of my friends had made for me. You may know him. His name's Guilt Chip. Uh, he's another electronic artist that's pretty, pretty nasty with with the sound design. He also lives here in OKC. He's in there all right. But uh, that me and him grew up together, and he he's we were in the same kindergarten class when we were like five years old. And so, like, he made this playlist, and he's like, these tracks should keep you going as far as, like, working out and stuff. They should keep you pumped up. And it was, like, Dota, uh, like, a bunch of bass nectar, a bunch of Skrillex, like, a bunch of new stuff. And then Mastercraft, just... Nice. Like, some, you know, ones that were, like... I think there was some Benny Benassi, uh, uh, what is it, Claude, Claude Van Stroke, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so... There was just like a, a conglomerate of a bunch of different stuff. And then the second I moved to Colorado is when I kind of stumbled upon like the trap scene and like the more gangster based side of things, I would say, you know, like West Coast, West Coast based style stuff. <clears throat> that was really what started to suck me in. But as far as like the first artist, I guess it probably Caspa and Rusko would be my my like most notable. I've seen them together play i've seen each of them like five or six times and then i've been to probably like over 20 something nectar shows like i was a little nectar head for a while just crazy bass head loved 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 it dude i didn't care well and in denver like i was saying i would go to every bass show i could possibly go to you know what i mean like all but casper and rusco were the first one that i was like i want to make this right here i want to try to make this those are some bomb-ass inspirations, honestly, because Casper Rusco, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, Benga, yeah, all of them, they were just, but that's 
I think by the time it got to America, like old, <laughs> you know, to them. But yeah, that's super dope. Base Canyon, bro, or Base Cannon? What the fuck did I just say? Base that's fun, yeah. So Base, bro, I mean, like, my first electronic show would have been 2012, like yeah. Excision and Big G and something in here in Oklahoma. Uh, oh, I'm right there with you, bro. We're in, we're, I'm 92 model, so same boat, same boat, dude. Yeah, I Jedi, travel safe, my 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 band of the force. That's fucking great. He's on his way to go play in the festival in Boise, Idaho. Sorry for the seatbelt ding dings. Blessings. It's interesting. It's interesting how you get to see a person like kind of go on that trajectory, and you're like, dope, like super fucking awesome, right? Like, and I I guess I can kind of like say that literally happened live on this show. You heard it here first. <laughs> so, like, all right. Um, and I kind of always ask this, like, as a retrospect for, you know, the artists on this show. But, you know, you guys have been doing this for a little bit or been involved. And, you know. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, it touches you. And, um, but, like, if you could go back 10 years, Ooh. give yourself some advice. And, and 10 years is... Maybe we need to chill out on that stretch, Luna. Maybe we need to say like three years. I don't know. But uh, what about? Uh, I say about five years. Ten years. That's a lot of time. But uh, I was making, I was making heaven, heaven trap and like festival trap at that time. That was a spicy time period. Interesting. But if y'all could go back ten years and give yourself some advice or. I mean, honestly, I, I bring this up for the up-and-coming producers that are listening to this, the people who are your fans, our fans. What advice would you give them today? And they might not take it seriously just like we fucking didn't. But if you could go back and give yourself or them some advice, like, what would that advice be, y'all? I'd say focus on learning your craft. That's being able to represent or being able to translate your emotions into sound. It's pretty crazy. So you're going to need practice, practice, practice. You got to learn the tools. Patience. Have patience. Man, I, I feel like it depends on what the question is as far as like what you want to do with music. Cause it's like, if you're just doing it as a hobby, because like initially my project started, I've only been doing this like seven and a half years. I'm coming up on year eight. I was actually trying to look at like when I had submitted my first track. To, or, or maybe it was like one of the first projects I had started or whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, like I feel like it. My my journey initially was just the way that I expressed myself because there's certain things that I can't say and I can put shit on, on a DAW, you know, like on a blank project and express how I felt about something. So a lot of my songs are from things that happened to me and like name them specifically after an event, honestly, kind of like a journal where I can look back through my songs and be like, okay, oh, that's dope. this happened, this happened, that happened, this happened. So where it's, it's kind of for me, it's selfish. It's for me. Right. And so I did it and just started loading stuff to SoundCloud, not knowing that there was like potential career or any kind of money to be made. I had no, no clue. 
And then people start like messaging me like, yo, we like your stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, what is this? Like your stuff? What does this mean? You know, or I, my first, I remember my first like repost or comment or something on a track. I'm like, what's You're that? Like, what man? happened there? What's this? And people are, <laughs> there's like, people watch my page. Like, well, I have like five followers, you know, like, and then you got that developed else. into now the mindset changed. And now what I'm writing for is like specific things. Like maybe I'm writing a track for, for an audience that, like a certain label that's asked me to write a song or like a commission, like a rapper that wants a specific beat. But what I'm getting at is like music should be fun and should be an expression of you. And so like, regardless of which direction you're looking, whether it's like a hobby or it's business, that's what you need to identify. And then you need to identify your plan of attack. Like if, if you're going to do it as a business, you got to treat it as a business. You need to get a brand. You need to get a logo. Right you need to have right some sort of a presence or some sort of a gimmick that makes people interested in you. And that's been my lumps is like, I definitely like don't like social media. Uh, I'm a part of it. I'm a troll, bro. I'm a goober. I also post a lot of stupid, just like venting, like as far as like just my thoughts on some shit because it's real. And a lot of people try to like, doctor stuff up and i'm just not about it bro i'm not about that shit but if it's a hobby just write what you want just write whatever the hell comes out man but like yeah. if it's if it's like a business you better jot some some ideas down and have some goals set and oh, yeah. understand what audience you're trying to get to you know whatever your gimmick is maybe you write every genre and that's what you're trying to flex maybe you only do trap beats maybe you only do Blood beats for Lil Baby and Dirk or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, maybe you do straight just bass things where it's only subs or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't mind writing some pop tunes. I haven't really gotten into or I've been joking, but I've got like a little country album started. You know what I mean? Like, that's good. Like a little little trap country album. Better believe we're going to play that in the club. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, it's it's whatever. It's whatever you want to do. I really see what you're saying, because honestly, I'm not sure if this is very like it's been slightly communicated. But like what you're saying to a degree is a lot more. It's a lot more surgical, like whatever you want to do in this journey in itself. Take it seriously. If you don't want to take it seriously, don't just let it be your hobby. But if this is something you want to do, research and understand the steps behind what you're doing, you um, <clears throat> at least this is kind of what I'm getting from that. If I'm fucking it all up, please let me know. But <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's definitely clarifying the end, dog. Because I mean, uh, you're gonna get your feelings hurt, bro. You're gonna take lumps, and it's also like I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm a killer at heart. So I mean, can I say yeah, something really quick? Yeah, yeah. I sometimes get addicted to Instagram too. But it's okay, because I found out the other day that, like, one of my friends has been trying to, like, commit suicide and stuff. And they're like, what kept them going is, like, <laughs> like the stupid shit that I post, you know, like, it, like, brightens her day, you know? And I'm yeah. like, oof. When, yeah. And when people reach out, they're like, bro, like, you really changed my life. You have no idea. Keep going. I'm like, I got you. I'm going to keep going. You know, like that kind of just gives me like, I feel like Goku at that time, just holding a spear ball, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, those those small moments um, are very appreciative. And that's one of the main reasons why I don't I keep going for y'all. Yeah, that's the that's one of the main reasons why I don't necessarily negate myself from everything because then I'd be a shunning. But I am definitely around for those moments where what I could possibly do reaches the people that care about me or that I might care about, and it makes a difference. A hundred percent, for sure. Oh, yeah, this is where I'm supposed to like say something like all fucking. Uh inspirational or some shit we're being yeah. real we're being real because now i'm trying to hit the blunts at this no i don't smoke oh boy yo yo craig yeah, did you hear that <laughs> recording <laughs> right. yeah where are we at on the on the question <laughs> i think we're, we're we're trying to hop into the mind of the producer so that's on you bro yeah y'all hear that shit though um, Mingo, that straight facts, like that is true. Like true. you do have to understand that shit. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> what you said about understanding, like if you if it's a business or if it's a hobby, and like you need to understand like how to market that because like we are. I I I appreciate you saying that because we are a show that showcase artists, you know, and not all of them do that you know, a lot of times, sometimes including myself. So it's just like, like you do need to remember that because like a lot of times like shit, you'll get discouraged, but you got to be under, you got to understand that you need to work when you don't want to put the work in, you know, that what's kind of separates some of the professionals from. Some of the best musicians never put tracks out because they're either a afraid or someone told them it wasn't good and they just don't do it. It's like, I know my homie's like, bro, they'll make some beats and I'll be like, bro, you're like 10 times better than me, bro. And I'm like getting booked for shows and making money off streams. It's like, and it's crazy, bro. Like people just, they can't take, sometimes people can't take the lumps as far as like, it's a, if you're going to look at it as a business, you got to understand there's going to be a learning curve. Like no different than going to school to try to learn something and you fail the test and you got to restudy and go back at it again, like, you yeah. just give up on the course, or, you know, with sports, if you played sports, you get hit in the mouth, or you get struck out, or you get dunked on, you can either fold up, toss your shoes over the power line, call it, or you can go hit the gym and get a little bit stronger, or uh, I wish more, more reps, you know? <clears throat> Say what? I wish I, wish I was into... Uh... You know, sports and stuff. I, I I did that stuff. That'd be pretty cool if I was younger. When I was younger to do it. Or whatever your competitive urge is. You know what I mean? I think, like, yeah, I think that def- that gives a lot of structure also. Like, that helps support and create a structure in your life. You know? Yeah. I don't know, bro. I've been listening to a lot of, like, motivational videos lately. Like, these past couple of days. And I'm like, damn, I'm really one of those guys now, huh? Okay. Like, I go outside in the morning for a jog and, you know. That's right. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that, man. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I mean, you do what you need, you know. That's what everybody else thinks. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty, you know, that's, that's what I like to do in the mornings. There you go. <laughs> yeah, don't get bitter, get better. That's what I always like to say. <laughs> 
And I'm like, personally, I like to look for, you know, Russian women wives, but, you know, that's just... <laughs> or in the morning? <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Jilla would murder me. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's hop back into because this I love when we devolve, but let's uh we have people who are producers and are like, okay, let's get to the nitty gritty because honestly, yeah, that's all we need to go to the uh the go to. So God, we have plenty to talk about. I'm gonna try and fucking doll name right here because then we'll be sitting here for another hour and a half. But what what is y'all's go to VST or go? PS Hardware, uh, like in your tracks, like every fucking track has at least this in it. What's what is that? Go. Serum. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty hooked on Serum for sure. Rent to buy. Uh, I use Box and Go Span, which is a free VST to like read the mix sounds, and that's that's helped me like tremendously. That's like one of my favorite. I, that that sits on my default. Like when I open Ableton Project, that's sitting there. So I can read everything. Did you think that was a frequency analyzer? What was it? What was it called again? One more time. Box yeah, and down, yeah, it's a it's a frequency analyzer. It's like just a little bit more detailed than the one that the Spectrum with Ableton, and it kind of helps as far as like gives you an RMS and your loudness, and you know, kind of shows you where things are too loud or you know, not not loud enough, blah blah blah. So you can make the the mix down proper for whatever genre you're writing. You know, interesting. I haven't actually, and I love this because I always go and check it out too. And I'm like, this shit slaps. It usually does. It's free. It's free, bro. It hundred percent. And free. then uh, lots of waves waves plugins. I love the waves plugins. There's so free. many variety of them. Yeah, box and go spins free. Box and go spins, and then you said wave, you know, waves. A lot of people they don't like waves because it's just it's it's a lot of memory and a lot of space it takes up. And honestly, a yeah. lot of people don't fucking take the time to research each plugin, so they're just overwhelmed immediately, right? But waves is is kind of one of those ones when it comes to just like default, like you want some fucking analog, you know, compressor emulation or whatever the fuck it might be, like. Uh-huh. Uh, that's just the way to go. You yeah, that, yeah. You, don't need, you don't need fancy stuff to make easy guys to help. No. But that does work. I always ask what's your go-to because a lot of people like they can like hop into the whole fucking universe of let's check out 17 plugins, which a lot of my fucking favorite YouTubers like to do, which I won't name. But yeah, no, uh, it's funny because a lot of people on this podcast usually name the same or they reference the same, uh, especially when it comes to like genre specific shit, which do you guys have anything specific to what you specialize in? Um, we had this uh, RMS stopper and we had, um, you know, serum. Is serum just mostly, do you guys use that mostly just for like literally all sound generation? Because serum is a powerhouse. You can do that shit for everything. Like, yeah, I do pretty much. Um, I like, oh, wait, I like silence also. Classic. Silence. Shout out silence. Um, they, um, I love like the, a lot of my music. It's like kind of hard, mm-hmm. I feel, and so like I was I was into like 
uh, you know, like hard style and and hard trap. Ooh, that was a that's a good that was a good time period when that stuff was popping out. But like you know, like um, just sounds like that, right? Um, and so Silent really helped out in that aspect. I feel like Massive was more the time era for like dubstep, and Silent was more for like trance and kind of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> and how uh, I was, I've been trying to mix trance with like trap for the longest time, and then I came across like uh, who did I come across first? It was it was either Sidewalk to Skeletons or like Brothel or something. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I started getting into it even further and further. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's a community on Facebook. What? That's crazy. Join that. I'm like, hey, what's up? Took a minute, mess up people. Um, and now we're doing big things. Damn, yeah. so that's like more like the witch house vein. You got, yeah, you, you got sucked uh, into. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like that whole. Which that, is like 100% witch part yeah. of wave, but What that was. <laughs> I guess that's when I joined. It's the you know what that does make sense yep. because I did make a couple of witch house songs. That they were they were trying to name it, and I'm like, okay, before witch yeah. house, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake, aka Sidewalks and Skeletons, was the first show I played was in London in 2017 with Skit and uh, Clifford and Sidewalks and Skeletons and. Jake's, Jake is I like, just don't feel god. Remember that was the first time I had ever seen a witch house show in person, and I was like, "What in the fuck is going on?" Like I thought someone was about to get sacrificed. It was yeah, I feel gone. I don't. It, it was like hood, like hoods and all black clothes. I loved it. It was beautiful. If you yeah. want to know what a what a, a Texas type of wave producer looks like, we wear we wear like joggers i like the ones from nike shout out um, <laughs> and then you know just some now we're getting stuff you know like that's what we look like you know it's just that's just what we do and some of us do power washing you know here and there yeah maybe okay but you know that's okay <laughs> uh so yeah that's that's kind of I think that's kind of like the where I want to go is really just keep meeting those who like I say I helped inspire, you know, for whatever. And like, yeah, being able to say hi, like, thanks for listening, you know. A hundred percent. No, I, I fucks with that. And it's interesting because, <clears throat> well, I look at it. I look at it. It's almost like a jaded viewpoint, but you guys are kind of building a scene that's not incredibly um it's not in everyone's main focal area right now um and even me i've been witnessing like i said seeing since like 2011 2012 with whisper and i am a computer and all these fucking guys that were kind of doing shit categorized as weight crap or anything like multi fucking whatever shit back then but it's now become this a community uh, that is it's not jaded yet. If that makes sense, you know. Like I'm when I talk I to hope, you, I I hope talk, like you guys are very successful because I'd like to revisit someday in the future, maybe in person. That would be super cool to do. 
Definitely. Yeah, we're on fucking this is the finale of season three and uh season four is already in the mix and me and Luna don't plan on stopping this shit at all. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to get back to having shows third coast base. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll start throwing shows again. I think Luna just has to move in with me. He just keeps denying this shit. Make Whatever. sure you go support the homies at the black box. Yo, I'm literally, I'm a fucking, well, I used to be now. I think it's one of the best sound systems out here in Colorado, for sure. <laughs> for sure. I got the chance to be there because uh, I went to uh, fly down. That's actually how, um, well, I got the chance to like fly down to or up to Denver, whichever direction it may be, and uh, see my yeah. homie Kroll perform right at uh, at the Black Box, and that's how I was able to uh, really see what it's like out there, you know. And I'm like, yo, like this is so crazy. They're doing they're doing some crazy stuff up here. Yeah, it's like I said, it's definitely the base capital of the world out here. It's it's pretty easy for a person to get like overwhelmed with the oversaturation out here, but um, I just always headed towards the best sound system, and I definitely think Black Box has that for sure. Um, <laughs> I hate that it's so cold though, but yeah, no. When winters winter is a, a test of people, it'd be like fucking three feet snow outside, and I'm still out there like, yo, what's up? <laughs> I'm out That's here. Why I haven't came up there yet. <laughs> You hoe ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's either it's too hot or it's too fucking cold. Which is it? Motherfucker, it's Colorado. Come on out here. But um Bro, let's, I had snow in May, I don't know. Let's go ahead and keep moving forward. I know we keep spiraling. I don't want to take up too much of y'all's time. Um shit. Uh oh yeah, no, we're actually pretty close. So what do y'all have going in the future? Um I know y'all are playing, if I'm not mistaken, both of y'all are playing um Ooh, yeah. going to LA. collective with my homie Mark out there. Shout out Ouroboros and Dar and everyone out there. But um I know you guys are doing what 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 do y'all have going on in the future as far as shows, streams, fucking whatever? What's happening for y'all? Yeah, we're trying to get stuff going all around because we realize that there's a lot of people out here that like our sounds and our music. You know, they want to see us. They want, they want, uh, they, they just want to experience the music live, you know? And so, and so we're just trying to, uh, help each other out right now. just kind of pretty much, um, spread the sound, you know? And, and so we're trying to see if we can work something up in the future for sure. I know this, Saturday, actually, Arboros has uh, has a show coming up. So I'm definitely, he said he's going to be playing some wave music. I'm excited. I can't wait to go. Uh, so it's, it's coming up. Shout out. And uh, I'm hoping to meet the gang and maybe we can do something in the future. I'd love to. I'd love to see what we can work on. Yeah, no, when I tell you, uh, like, that's the fam, like, Dar, Mark, and fucking Brian. Uh, literally all, everybody a part of the Ignite Art Collective, man, that's, those are the dudes I grew up with. So, I mean, literally just, just try and keep in contact with them. Cause those are, those are the fam. And like, we're all trying to fucking just do the same shit, like spread 
spread this music in an organic way that's not gatekeep at all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Hopefully we don't give up that impression. When it comes down to it, you want to be with, you know, people who are actually down with, you know, like the music, you know? Yeah, just, no. Just like every other crew is out there. Like, we're all trying to, you know, represent it in some way or fashion. Yeah, when y'all go out there, I think the show's either uh, tomorrow or on the 30th, right? When y'all go out there, y- y'all see our... Yeah, hopefully... Oh, yeah, I got guest listed for that. Hell yeah. Yeah, he told me he guest listed both. Well, that's super dope. Um, me and Tom Jerry going to hang out there. Ah, uh, yes, that's what it was. And I think fucking Rectangle might be there too, but I'm not too entirely sure. I know... I know Mark was ambitious about trying to get all you motherfuckers out there at once because he wanted to throw a wave show. And I was like, can you get We're ready? We're ready. <laughs> I was We're like, trying to make some things happen. We, we really are. It just, uh, it's just a process. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super good that we kind of have this like um, interconnection, though, because the Colorado, like the reference and the recommendations have just been growing collectively between states so i really appreciate that That's the only I thing i was going to say about shows is uh there's a we're throwing five digital and human error collective we're throwing a little uh Ooh. wave festival thing Ooh. in Ooh. seattle it's called pantheon and that'll be in like december i think and it's going to be like two or three days uh, human error human errors page has the the oh, details but uh and then I think I might be playing in Dallas. I'm playing like a funk show. Oh, yeah. In like October, yeah, mid October. But, uh, okay. Yeah, I man. Actually, I knew you played Bob and Vibe. I didn't know that he put Eric like, with the, y'all, that was y'all shit, too. Say that again. I didn't know the the human collective. I didn't know the human error. I didn't know that they were throwing anything. I know they. That's what's beautiful about all of us is like we're all just helping each other. Yeah, we're all we all try to throw like co events so yeah, that people can all benefit. Like new artists can be exposed, and we can t- continue to build like the community. So like that's what this this wave festival is going to be focused on. No, like, quite a few, quite a few new artists, but. Yeah, like Vibe Digital, like I said, has been my baby for years now, and so like we are gonna are gonna for sure try to like work with more people here. That way, we can get like bigger events and bigger groups of people because we've now seen, uh, at least you know, Irv knows for a fact. Like people will travel, people will drive, fly, all sign my shirt to try to be well, just just to try to be a part of the wave event. So now there's like a puddle of people where it's like, okay, we should probably start to try to throw some events and see what works. And, you know, now that it's post COVID and it makes a little more sense and, you know, we can, we can actually get some things rolling. I think hopefully if some of these events go well, as well as the one in uh, the UK with liquid ritual and and vibe that was thrown like a little, a little, Tiny wave festival thing Bro, over there. Bingo. Little mini massive. Yeah. Come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I? Can I? Can I ask you? Yep. Yo. Do you do you feel that there's a difference between American wave and like the Russian wave and like the UK wave type stuff? As far as like sound design or community based. Community based. 
Um, I mean, obviously you have language barriers and you've got different sounds. Like I, you know, I had touched on briefly earlier where different sounds are going to hit different crowds more, more passionately or more deeply. And if you'll notice, like a lot of the artists that are from the same, same countries make very similar sounds. And you're always like, huh, why do they copy each other? That's not, that's not that they copy each other. They just, that's their sound for their area. And so a lot of people get crossed up as far as like some of these foreign people speak English, but I mean, dude, give them a break. Like everyone has to end up speaking English. So I think some of it ends up getting a little bit miscommunicated, you know, sometimes and, you know, language barriers can cause a lot of problems as far as people thinking people are talking trash or talking down something when in reality it's like slang for cool stuff, like saying something sick or that's bad or, you know, or whatever. And, and it's in another language and they're trying to do the same thing, but it doesn't translate to English, you know? So, I mean, yeah, obviously there's a lot of differences and it, it, it does yeah. tend to kind of muddy the waters, you know, but as a whole, of course, in any genre, there are, you know, issues to work out in the, in the village. But I think overall the wave, the wave seems pretty inclusive and pretty loving. It just, uh, is now it's it's massive it was just initially uk and and kind of like polish and then it just started just absolutely caught like fire man so i mean i love it and now there's really no definition of wave like there once was argued because i remember like there was so many people that interviewed us at vibe and or liquid ritual and other people like years ago that would be like what is wave you know and i've been i've been asked that question and like an interview like two or three times now and it's it's never changed it's just like what herb said it's just a giant community of people all trying to help each other regardless of what the sound is really yeah you know yeah you can definitely have the semantics on the sound um but uh, it has definitely evolved into something what i want to ask y'all uh, especially with the evolution of what it has become do you feel the do you feel apprehensive as to what it could become um in the future you know like <clears throat> because what you mean um, i feel like the sound is already americanized so so not even necessarily not even necessarily uh, i do agree with that for sure but americanized also means another thing too like it becomes people start they just ruin it if that makes sense like do you see politics. that does that make sense like not even with like the politics of the music industry or more so just like like, imagine, like, a wave bro. He's like, dude, fucking, those arpeggios were fucking trash. Like, but, like, <laughs> oh, man. That's, not, that's, that's, part of, that's part of putting your art out there. It doesn't matter what scene it is. Like, you can make dubstep techno. It doesn't matter. Like, if when you put something on the internet, eventually there is going to be a troll. And when you get a troll, pat yourself on the back. You made it. Someone cares enough. To try to ruin your day, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah like it could go both ways. Yeah. But okay, I guess that was kind of more so that the more childlike aspect of it. But like more, yeah. like, like how Most the dev- is like rhythm kids. Like Young, yeah, like how the rhythm dev- kids are kind of they're weird. You guys are. I'm not gonna say weird. Well, I just said it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. It's like, bro, like, are you really awake? Because we're like all actually just loving human beings. Sometimes sometimes people, some most of the ones I've met, yeah, I could tell they, they're into rhythm because they're just like, 
<laughs> more rude. I'm like, bro, I'm just trying to go on with my day. <laughs> yeah, rhythm. Rhythm is like the metal of the electronic scene. It's like for the the grungy, you know. Like, yeah. could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, okay, let's say uh, I'm trying to think of someone that's like. Anything with house music. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes it's like. That is uh, Like, could you imagine like East Ghost, like that sexual allegation type shit? Say crazy. what? Like, lasted, the bitches were like, "He raped me." Like, would like do you see shit like that happening in our community? That's what I'm trying to say. I guess. Uh, no, no, no. no. Yo, how fuck? did we get here? That, that's on the rhythm side, bro. <laughs> how did we get here? He said. Hopefully, <laughs> with this episode, we locked it into the universe that the fucking wave scene isn't going to devolve into madness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have gone off the rails. That was the <laughs> right leaders are involved. Damn, ran it off the road, hit a Taco Bell, bro. <laughs> Damn, the fuck <laughs> happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Taking that for two seconds. Oh wait, was there? A, are you talking about accusations of that shit that just happened, or what are you talking about? I'm not talking oh, about for sure. Yeah. No, to answer you, Bishad, there can be predators anywhere, bro. That's yeah. what makes them a predator. Hey, if anyone ever, I hope people are listening to this. Oh God, take note. But I hope that if someone ever makes you feel unsafe at any one of our shows, like y'all, please come tell us, like. We'll get that fucker out, you know? And fucker is unisex, okay? Like, <laughs> we'll, get them, we'll get them out. Daddy Earth right. gonna get you. you know, <laughs> I don't play that shit. I'm trying to come back I'm home. Not, in one I, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, uh, while, while I do talk shit about it, um, I, I, I believe in, like, the lower frequency bass scene as well as, like, the wave community and the house community, they've actually done their just deserves as far as making sure people feel in a safe space. But I think it, there was a story about that once. <laughs> yeah. Please don't do that at our shows. <laughs> like, we're just human beings. <laughs> what other... Uh... I hope... I think... I feel like I read this somewhere that someone in our scene was accused for, like, domestic or some shit like that. Excuse my language, baby girl. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, but... That- um, I'm like, I'm like, yo, that that doesn't, like, what, like, okay, like, go away, like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I I haven't seen that. Well, in the in the Colorado community, not so much. Luna, you know me and you've dealt with the whole John Stewart thing in Dallas, but um, yeah, it's it's very segregated, but it's usually only like. Um, well, maybe it's just the larger games that get exposed, but it's probably happening. Sure. Yeah, we don't do that. We take care of our people. We make sure that, you know we're there for them. If you feel like people are treating you like a piece of shit, come to our shows. We won't make you feel that way, and we'll kick their ass. How about that? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a stupid guy. Well, I'm uh, try words first, buddy. But yeah. <laughs> Couple more, and then I'm gonna let you guys get to it. But um, damn, I this I don't remember. If you guys could recommend some people be on the show, who would it be? I don't know if I asked that. Lunar, did we ask that yet? So there's different uh, no. ways you can approach that. But um, let's, let's, bring, let's bring it back. Bring I don't back. know. There's yeah. a lot of people. 
Hold on, hold on. Let's, Go ahead, take on, take on. Let's let Luna bring it back, because where are we, Luna? Bring it back to your question, Sean. Okay, so the question, we've already asked the question. We talked about projects we got going in the future. We got, okay, so that's where we're at. Um, if you guys could recommend a couple of artists to be this in the future. Is it just me or is your mic cutting out? Is it is my cutting out? You let me know. You know what? That's you why know. I'm here. So, like, yeah. is there any? So, for y'all, is there anybody that you guys could recommend one at a time? At least, maybe like the top three that you would think would be a good feature to come on Third Coast Base Radio. Like, should they have been I, in your? Okay. Well, we'll let you know if they have or haven't been. Okay. <laughs> Mingo, you go first. You go first. Uh, man, does it have to be wave artists or just anybody? Oh, no, it can be anybody. Okay. Uh, hmm. I got a buddy, uh, Levitation Jones, that I've played several shows with. He's, he's pretty hilarious. He at one time did a podcast and it was pretty entertaining. So I feel like he'd be a pretty decent guest as far as he's, uh, he's pretty easy to have a conversation with, you know, um, also makes some pretty sick bass music. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. There's a kid named Zandos out of Australia that I've been, uh, really cheesing on. And I finally got, uh, him to send me some songs that I, I'm loving, absolutely loving. And then, yeah, um, if you want like a super production guru, my man Guilt Chip for sure would be a good one because he's he's got a lot of info on the business side of music industry as well as uh, sound design, you know. And there's layers to this shit, you know. Man, like the onion, baby. Mm -hmm. It ain't always fruity. Yeah. Yo, can There's I my salsa and chips. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Am I am I good now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Sorry. Okay. All right. Boom. So we got those first artists. Redeem your voucher. Uh, I'm definitely gonna reach out to you for those. Um, what about the other artists? We can get like one or two more. Mm. From. Okay. So I definitely say. Um, uh, Gabe at Kroll. Um and then another spicy artist would be do they have to know each other? No, dude, this is literally just your recommendation. So we got Levitation J, we got Zandos, we got Cruel. Shit, I fucking forgot the last person that was mentioned before Cruel, but I was trying to fix my audio, my bad. <laughs> trying to do seven things at once and shit. Uh guilt chip. Gil Chip, there we go. That's what it was. Yes. Cool. cool guy. Yeah. That would be like two different, you know, backgrounds. That'd be pretty spicy. Fuck yeah. Or you could probably reach out to like Remnant and stuff and and them boys out there too. Yeah, so I've been wanting to okay, so here's the thing I like so the wave scene in particular or just that in general, these motherfuckers are like always like yes i'm about it so i've had 
let's see. Uh, well, if you want to get into wave, you're going to get into some shit. Saying, that's what I'm saying, like, bro. And then everyone. You got a whole season, <laughs> 10 seasons right there. I'm telling you. And I'm like, okay. Then I reach out to everyone. They're like, we're down. We're, we're opening the doors. They're like, we got seven people for you. I'm like, shit, hold on. Fuck. So it gets a little thick. Um, and I don't want Third Coast Space Radio to seem like a gatekeeded wave show. So if you guys would recommend other artists, but yeah, no, you guys already have. Like, yeah, I have so many. I'm Mercurial, I Soren, fucking without TKJ, uh, every, just everybody, all the homies, man. Fucking more about the sound, yeah, than, than the persons. That too, but well, at least I think everyone personified on this show has been cool. What do you think? <laughs> Dude, I think it's been uh, fantastic. Is my mic on? But no, I think it would it would be. Uh, this has been a great show, actually. But Saturday, yeah, you guys been out there uh, Saturday. So somebody. Oh yeah, I got a show in LA August nineteenth. Please come out support. Um, I don't know when this is actually going to go live. My show's on the 19th, but, you know. Yeah, we'll try oh, and yeah. come out there and support. I'll try and, I'll try and turn it around in a couple of days, but we'll see. Cause we might have some stuff in October, maybe September. Yeah. Luna. Like talk about that just yet, but, you know. I was going to say, Luna, so I'm trying to go out there around that time. I'm, I'm going to be real. I'm trying to fucking link up with all you motherfuckers eventually. It's going to be spoopy season. Colorado to Oklahoma to Texas. Like I'm trying to do a little, like a little mini tour, but it's gonna be in secret. I'll let y'all know. Looking at what do you mean? You just fucking said it on the air. Yeah. Well, you guys still know my coordinate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, mm. bro. Craig knows everything. Damn, Craig. He's got us. Yo, shout out. That's <laughs> so ass. Um, oh my god. Uh, Sponsored by them later on, you know, they're recording this whole Discord call, but I'm also doing it on Ableton for all the producers who are listening. You know, if you don't want to fucking try and route your Discord audio because you have a MacBook through your fucking shit, just use Craigbot. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to get a sponsorship. We'll see what happens after that. <laughs> what type of music do you listen to? Move me. I listen to all shit, like literally everything. I just have this uh, Disco the Duck. Uh, uh, disco remixes of 50s tracks. When you go to the club, who do you listen to? Oh, when I go to the club? Shit, that's a hard one. Uh, rhythm? Little Wayne, looking at... <laughs> okay, so if I'm going to the club to listen to a show, it's more like G. Jones and like Saruta E-Prom type shit, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Nigga, you be getting wild. That's what it is. Just admit it. Yeah. Have you ever been to a wave show? I've been to one. It wasn't even a proper wave show. Who was? Oh, Unless you're me, we all kind of just mind our business. Like, that on the microphone. So we just actually had our first kind of proper wave show out here in Colorado. Remnant, yeah, I'm always trying to say hi to people. Yeah, Remnant, Dead Crow, Without, uh, Just Connor. Uh, we had a couple of people out here just recently, and that was... It will. I want to say proper wave show, as in it was on a proper sound system. So yeah, nice. But yeah, I, I, I see all time. You know what I mean? I don't. I literally don't discriminate music. I fuck with Roy and Chant. You know what I mean? Like, what's up? Yeah, hit up hit up our manager if you got anything cooking up for us. That'd be cool. 
Don't dude, I and I plan to do that eventually, uh, especially once this season is over to kind of just like sort of lob and shit out and like really collaborate with all y'all. Me and Luna, we're trying to do some shit for sure. Yeah. Um, but damn, I have one more Luna. Did we ask them about their shout outs or their dreams or where they where people can find them? Any of those we things? Neither one of those. Damn, dude, we've been spiraling like three things listed. Okay, Luna, you want to ask me these questions? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I felt like you actually tried to avoid these questions for some reason. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> is that is there more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I wanted to just remain quiet the entire time. Okay. Oh right. wait, are you talking to me? No. No, yeah, okay. yeah. Is there more? No, it was a like loose-ended question, but he just answered first. So I think he w- what he was answering, like, what is your dream as an artist? What would you like to do? Huh. Uh, man, I've got a lot of different irons in the fire. Like I just like, like I was saying oh, earlier, my mind within the past like couple of years has shifted from a hobby to actually trying to generate income off of making music so yeah uh i have been more so focusing on like placement and just trying to write things that are listenable for streams for people to just constantly put on repeat i want to be the background music to people's lives because like what irv's saying it's always dope to get messages from people that are like yo your song saved my life like i was in a super low place and blah 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 and you're like Wow, like Irv said, we're just humans. We're just normal dudes. You know, we're just like go to work and do normal things. Like occasionally, you know, we may get to go play a show and be cool for a day and feel feel really cool because everyone's there to listen to us or whatever. But yeah, man, we just go right back to work like anybody else, unless you're you know blessed enough to to catch a tour and live the dream for a little while. But yeah, aside from that, man, just keep keep expressing myself with these sounds because it honestly like i said earlier is a little bit more of a selfish thing as far as like i have to do it i love it so i can keep a little income coming from making new sounds and people stay tuned and stay plugged and man i'm blessed thanks for listening thanks for having me on too by the way i appreciate your y'all's time same of course dude. thousand percent i think like <clears throat> thank you human like me, me and Luna's goals, um, you know, like with this whole aspect of this show, it's just like we would like to immortalize the people who we have witnessed putting in a shit ton of work who may not have had like at the time been fucking on their business, but or not even their own business, but like the business wasn't appreciating the way it has been. But I'm going to tell you this, y'all, everyone who's been on our show, big things in the future. <laughs> Like big things in the future, and we cannot wait to see y'all's journey on your fucking artistical musical path because we know because we've fucking seen you that it's going to be amazing. So thank y'all for taking hey, it really quick bit of your music as well as fucking talk to us. What's up? Thank you for having me out here. Yeah, hundred percent. And this is, and honestly, thank your homie who recommended you because that's what this music show has actually become. It's like a, a world full of people being like, yo, you should talk to my homie. And then I 
think about whether it be in real life or Luna checks you out in real life or we hit you up on the internet. That's just what it is. Look you know? um, up Lost Combinator. This guy has some crazy ambitions for LA. A hundred percent. Both of us are going to get with y'all after this, uh, after we fucking cut off the air and we're going to, uh, because season four is up next and we got to get all the recommendations y'all y'all have, honestly. So that's the next John after this. Um, oh, and he works at SpaceX. Hey, SpaceX. Cause I need to go to space soon for cheap. So that man is out of this world. For the cheap, I'm not trying to go to Mars for no more than like two hundred thousand dollars. So you can come to Planet Mingo anytime you want. Yeah. I didn't even ask y'all about y'all shit. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna save that for the the part two of us talking together again. I just wanted to talk y'all about like what the fuck y'all do outside of the music. What what motivates? Oh you? shit. Yes, but I'm I'm a, I'm a gangster. <laughs> and Luna, we're gonna we're gonna taper it because we got a lot of content. I'm not kidding. We got a ton of content. <laughs> um so at this point, Urban, Jordan, what we're gonna do is we're going to allow y'all to basically give the audience a little bit of last words of wisdom, uh, whether it be some fucking nine-year-old granny who doesn't know what the fuck they're listening to or some mm. 10-year-old aspiring producer that is incredibly motivated by what y'all are doing maybe 10 years from now. What's that piece of advice? Uh, what's that words of wisdom? What would it be? Don't give up. Keep going. Boom. Man. Is everybody still there? Oh, okay. I thought the I thought the thing dropped out. Uh, yeah, man. I, I was wait. I was like, I was like, all right, we got one. He's about to come in with. He's about to come in with the alley oop. I want to go on video. Uh, in person. In words person. of wisdom, man. Um, well, I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm gonna say that earlier bit, totally the earlier bit about the wisdom? business. That was some pretty yeah. good wisdom. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, man. Uh, if it's music-based, I would just say 100%, like, kind of along the same lines. Like, get a plan down if it's what you intend on doing. Make goals, you know, and set deadlines for yourself and just start tackling stuff. And, obviously, there's a thing by Ira Glass that I always reference anytime I feel like trashy about my music and it's like the it's called the writing process by ira glass and it's a youtube video uh sunny or whatever skrillex uh, used to post it like every year like once a year he would post it i don't know if he still does but it pretty much breaks down like how your ear as a musician changes over time and you know like initially your ear is really good because you picked the music that you like and then you start this process you get ableton you start learning an instrument, you start learning to sing and your ear becomes more and more refined. And in this Ira, Ira Glass is talking about a writing process, but I'm, I'm relating as far as music analogy. And it's like, you know, of course your ear is going to get more refined and it's going to become more critical. So then your music is going to feel like it's trash. 
And eventually there's going to be a hump you're going to break through where people start responding to your music and they're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And then you finally get, exactly, exactly. You finally get some sort of uh, reward in a sense for, for making and spending all this time behind your craft. But it does take some lumps, and that's the one part that I think a lot of people give up on. So, you know, whether it's a hobby or it's just, you know, something that you're actually trying to venture out into with business, like set them goals. And like Herb said, don't give up. And I like, should, I like the Polaroid. should be about it. Yeah, I like that too, man. Like, basically, if you can't take the lumps, you won't make the hump. So, Amen. you got to get on that shit. I think the dichotomy of us being musical artists versus like actually having to like live for a world. I don't know. I don't like to say, I, I think it's a lot of perspective on like just different shit because we aspire to so much. We see so much, we compare so much and we grow so much through that because we learn how to mature through all of those processes. Um, hey, can I just say something real quick? Of course. So to all all the listeners, thank you for your time as well. Um, I think you guys should try and and discover more of like the wave artists because it's <laughs> it's different. The culture is truly different, and uh, you'll probably see some people start commenting here later on once it once it goes like. You know, like the wave scene is actually, it's like a uh, an actual like authentic community. And you'll 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 definitely be able to like feel the vibes from us. We're all just love and respect, and you know, just to each our own. Yeah, and I I, I honestly, me and Luna, I, me and Luna have been developing a weird kind of community, haven't we? Now at this point, we're kind of like. Rhythm, wave, bass, furry, dubstep, singer, pretty wild, psychedelic slash everything at this point, right? I mean, but we you just, know, we we don't we don't have control over that, you know, because just like as we ask for other artists, you know, friends putting on friends and so forth, like we don't know what they make until you know we check them out. So yeah, and I think that's the best part of it. It's more so. Uh, it's the the infinite multiverse of music uh, through recommendation of people who care about each other, and that's where that really uh, semi intimate community comes from, or at least stems from. And um, the wave community has just been really they're super part. But everyone, I want to say shout out Electric Realms because they're really doing some shit. Gotta love it. All love, yep. baby. It's all G. I'm about it. Well, guys, I want to thank everyone so much for their time. Um, we got a lot of content. I, shit, I don't even want to look at the damn time. I don't care, honestly. But uh-huh. thank you so much for the time that you guys gave me and Corey today. It's super fucking dope. Um, it was a pleasure. Over here in Colorado, Oklahoma, and Texas. So, right, I think that's where we're at. So we we made some shit happen, kind of internationally. Looking ass, now I'm just fucking around. I do <laughs> I do fist pumps and I do hugs. Um, if you ask nicely, 
I don't play that weird shit. <laughs> so if you're out there listening to our music and our shows, please feel free to come up and like say hi. Damn right. Well, yo, I just want to thank everybody once again for their time and I will let you all enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for being a part of Third Coast Space Radio. Luna, let's go get some salsa. (laughs) Before everybody pieces out. Okay, yeah. Do not leave. I am holding y'all niggas hostage. Okay. Listen, I want to give a quick thank you to everybody listening. This is what our season three finale. Me and Bashar, we got some shit cooking up for y'all, you know, for the season to come. But uh, y'all gonna have to wait on that. Y'all gonna have to wait just a little bit here. But we do appreciate everybody that stuck with us for Third Coast Base Radio. Um, It has been a journey. And as we continue the journey, and shit, we'll meet y'all at the horizon. So, with peace and love. Okay, so Luna, I'm sorry about that. You said that as I clicked off on Ableton, but I think we oh still. No, don't don't. Got... Oh my gosh, we gotta depend on Craig. We gotta no, depend on Craig, Rashawn. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on, let me stop. Redo this whole episode. Shit. <laughs> Yo, so there you have it. Third Coast Space Radio, Season 3, Episode 30. As always, be sure to like us and the respective artists involved. Yo, you guys stuck with us for another season. Thanks a lot, y'all. Hit us up on our social medias and we'll fucking send you something special. Peace. Blow, blow, blow. See you soon.